It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seventy years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. All right, here we go. We have a summer edition, ladies and gentlemen. Look at Bob Ryan. He's ready for the beach or the pool. I'm outdoors, and Goodman is still well. He's just tied to his desk. I haven't showered. I haven't even showered showered because his job never ends. Uh, welcome to the uh, Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway Along for the Ride podcast. Again, we are powered by our good friends at Better Online. Uh, our partners at Better Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Uh, we will be with you throughout the offseason here with CLNS.com and CLNS Media as we talk about the offseason of the NBA. So, gentlemen, let's get right to it. Bob, I'll start with you. Our good friend Kyrie Irving has opted back in with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, are the Nets disappointed he opted back in? And are you surprised he didn't have anywhere else to go? From all we gather, what the bottom line here is, is that no one wanted him at his, for him other than the Lakers. And, uh, and, and they weren't going to pay him what he wanted uh, to start with, remember. So um, this, this, in, in, in a better world, this would be a sobering thing. It might make him cause to reexamine his whole isness, but it won't. Um, you know, he'll, he'll just reinforce him that he's right and the world's wrong. And, um, and well, we just don't understand him and never will, because how can we understand someone at that incredible intellectual level and, and a level of field that, you know, he's just a wholly better human being than the rest of us. So, um, you know, um, nobody wanted him. Uh, the, 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 you know, that's what it was. She's back with the Nets. It's Good. amazing. Amazing to me that we're at this point. Now, again, sure, we saw this coming to some degree, but still <clears throat> the fact that we are there. And we are looking at one of the best players in the league, one of the most talented guards we've ever seen in the NBA. And the fact that nobody wants him. And it's not like, again, it's not like he did something so egregious to people, right? Like there's some guys that are just such bad people. It's not like you could say that about Kyrie. He's just so out there and and, and not a great teammate. But for different reasons. I mean, let me read you his quote when when he basically said he was coming. Quote, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in, see in the fall. I mean, come on, man. Like, enough. Enough of this bullshit. Like, 
enough. Just play ball or don't play ball and be done. But I think everybody's tired of it now. Cleveland was tired of it. Boston was tired of it. The Nets really are tired of it, but there's nothing they can do about it. And nobody else wanted this dude now. It's just not worth as great as he is. And it is. It's a great paradox because I will go on record and, and you are, we're all in agreement. Uh, a guy, he does things at his size that are as good as anything and anyone has ever done. He gets to the basket at will. Ambidex, with ambidexterity, uh, he can play. Oh, you know, God, yes. But but it's it's the whole package has proven over time to be not worth it. Yeah. Every, the, the last great thing he did was make the most important single shot in the decade, uh, you know, when winning a championship. Hooray, you did it. We can't take that away from you. But uh, from that All point on. Since. All downhill. That point been, on, yeah. you know, leaving Cleveland for reasons that will forever remain, you know, murky. We know what they were. We know, we know what they were. He just wouldn't actually own up to it and fess up to it when I remember I asked him multiple times when he came to Boston and, and he wouldn't even acknowledge that, hey, I, I wanted to leave Cleveland because I didn't want to be LeBron's little brother. I didn't want to be, I didn't, I wanted to, to lead my own team. Well, Look at how that went in Boston. And then he teams up with KD, the second best player on the planet, and he can't figure it out there either. No. Well, well so that's it, just it. So if you're the Nets, what do you do? I mean, I mean, does a buyout, does any sort of buyout make sense? Because obviously he's not, I mean, this is not working. Are you better without him? That's right. the question right now. I mean, that's if, the thing. Which is amazing that we're here and, and you're talking about a buyout. And at first, Gary, I'm saying, you're out of your mind. I know. Gary. Like, like how know. can you even say that? But on the other end, you're saying to yourself, you know what? Like, maybe you are better without him. And it's KD and a healthy Ben Simmons and some of these other pieces. You get Joe Harris back with Seth Curry. And, hey, this team is not losing. They're not being swept next year in the playoffs in the first round well guys it's it's, the reason i bring it up and jeff you're right the initial reaction is correct are you out of your mind but bob now in the nba to me because there is no one dominant player you could say the freak but when it's not like jordan bird lebron kobe i mean i don't think we're there culture is vital culture is vital if you take a look at the teams that are exciting to watch Chicago, Miami, Memphis. I mean, I stay up late to watch teams now because I want their good teams. I mean, Memphis to me is a terrific example of culture. Uh, uh, well, Boston became a good example. Boston became a great example, Jeff. So my question to you, Bob, is to create a culture, do you want Kyrie Irving in, in Simmons' head? I don't want – no, I don't. But, you know, so you pay, him to go, you pay him to go away. So I know. It's a lot of money, but this is – you know, this is the craziness of it all. It is a bizarre conversation, that but it's a necessary one, and it's a real one. Uh, it's just, just this is a guy who had sixty point game for them. He had four fifty point games, I believe. This is had for them, uh, you know. But but it, the question, it, it's in four words: it, Is he worth it? You know, and for the overall, for your own team's mental health, for your team's stability, he's not reliable. And, you know, you don't know which way, what, what, what's going to be the reason you won't be having them. You know, uh, there'll be something. There, there always is. And apparently he's doubled down uh, in case anybody was wondering with that quote that, that uh, Jeff read to us. So I, I saw that quote. 
I rolled my eyes. I laughed. You know, that's Kyrie being Kyrie. Nothing's changed. He's doubling down on who he you is. And, and but to wrap up this this portion of the show, to Jeff's point, he's not a jerk. I mean, he's not a bad. He's not a bad guy. In he's real life, apparently, people, he's quite. But he's terrible. just. And I almost feel he's I'm moody. at the point. Yeah, I'm at the point right now with him uh, because in this in this era, fortunately, we have all been awoken to mental illness. Now, I'm not going to diagnose anybody, but I feel bad for him. I'm at the point right now where I'm gone from being angry to I feel bad for him because it's going to be gone. I mean, the reality is it's going to be gone and he's going to have missed it. And I think that it's a shame for him. And I think it's a shame for us. So uh, moving on to the next topic. Jeff is on the soapbox with Brunson and the Knicks. Go ahead, Jeff Goodman. You know, the Knicks are clear enough everything to be able to get Jalen Brunson and, and maybe more. But starting with Jalen Brunson, they hired his father, Rick Brunson, as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon Rose, his son is Jalen Brunson's agent. And Leon Rose obviously ran CAA before he uh, came over and is running the Knicks which I thought was a questionable pick by one James Dolan. Um, But listen, they're going to get Jalen Brunson. And I love the dude. He won two national titles at Villanova. He was a huge piece to Dallas's success this past year. He showed that without Luke on the court, he could be an alpha dog. He could be a number one guy and win playoff games. Um, But, 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 but. I just don't know if he's worth clearing the deck for and and maxing out to get Jalen Brunson. But you know what? Listen, they got to get momentum somehow. They got to be relevant somehow. And maybe it starts with Jalen Brunson and he makes Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett better. And then maybe you can attract another free agent once you start to get some momentum, right? So I kind of get it. But I also look at it as, man, that's a lot of money to spend for Jalen Brunson if, if that's what's going to happen here. Well, I, too, have been a fan of his since his Villanova days. And I have tried, I remember having a conversation with Rick Tarlow about him, you know, a, a, a couple of years ago and, and uh, the virtues that he brings to the team. And yet I, I, I find it hard to believe that he's this valued, uh, although he did have a 41-point game playoff game, did he not? And, yeah. you know, he's. He's elevated, you know, maybe he's reached a level that I was unprepared to, to acknowledge. So I'm, I've had to backtrack here, um, and, and maybe I'm underselling the guy that I actually like to start with. I just had him – I said, I wanted this guy. I, I've been fantasizing here about getting him here, you know, as a, but not to start, but to be in the mix, to be on my team. And, and, and uh, the idea that he is that coveted by anybody uh, and, and, and the Knicks who need something badly uh, – it, it blows my mind away. And I, I don't, I, I still, I still can't get there to think that it's, that he's worth, and I like him. I want him, but he's not worth to me. That kind I mean, of guys, that's the state of the league, right? People are going to overpay. We saw it with major league baseball. We've certainly seen it in the NFL with specific players, but that's the yeah. point we're at now. I mean, the NBA, well, the Knicks, they're going to overpay listen, Bob. It speaks to the Knicks desperation, right? Jeff, don't you think? The Knicks are, yeah. well, here's what I, would say. I mean, but you know. he's not, he's not the, the the marquee okay. that's going to dazzle the all but the really sophisticated fan. I don't think that. If Bob, that is- here's what I'll say. All right, ready? I'm going to go through it with you, and you tell me where he fits. We're gonna we're gonna run through a few guys, okay? At the point <laughs> guard position, and and you tell me where where he fits in right now, okay? Okay. 
Steph, no. Obviously, Steph's better. Luke is better. Ja's better. Trey Young's better. Um, Damian Lillard's better. Uh, after that, after that, I'm going to give you some other. Those are five, Chris Paul's better, although he's 36, 37. Drew Holiday. Who do you take, Jalen Brunson or Drew Holiday? Holiday. Okay. Yeah, flip a coin. De'Aaron Fox. I don't know enough about him. I, mean, I haven't. Um, he's out there. And, 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 and yep. when, These are all I know Tasso. LaMelo Ball or Jalen Brunson? Um, man, I might take LaMelo. Hello. Okay. Lonzo Ball. I might take either one. Toss up? Toss yeah. up? I mean, I might take both, both, both LaMelo and LaMelo. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet. Uh, I might go with toss up, toss up, right? Shea Alexander, toss up, right? Uh, All these guys. So basically what you're saying is there's about eight guys that are better at his position. And then he's somewhere in the, in the range of nine to probably 15. Mm -hmm. So he's probably a mid tier point guard. Is that worth 30 million a year? Probably not. But if you're the Knicks, you got to overpay because you're not getting one of those top seven guys. All right, guys, coming up, we're going to talk about John Wall and his move to the Clippers. But first, I have to tell you that our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's National Football League futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas excuse me, casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. So head to the website today to use your mobile device, sign up, use your promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Now, John Wall was bought out by the Rockers, uh, Rockets, and it, it's, they, the rumors are flying. They say he's going to sign with the Clippers, or maybe he already has, um, but it's a done deal. Does he have anything left, Jeff? Uh, we don't know. You know, he's been off for a year. Certainly, he's not the John Wall of old, right? The the maybe as fast uh, from from baseline to baseline a guy as I've ever seen, uh, and big and strong and athletic and all that. But what I will say uh, is, we said this about Derrick Rose. Okay, we said this about Derrick Rose, and he came back as a completely different player, right? They were similar in a lot of ways. Derrick was a little more explosive. John Wall was a little faster. Neither were great shooters. And Derrick Rose came back a completely different player. Cerebral. Bigger? Uh, They're about the same. I always look at Wall as thicker, kind of bigger, so I wonder if that would be harder on his body. Okay, go ahead. All I'm saying is John Wall doesn't have to come back as the old John Wall. Right, he can come back as the new John Wall, and if Kawhi comes back as the old Kawhi, and Paul George comes back as the old Paul George, they could be fun to watch, and they could they could be relevant. Is all I'm saying. After a year of kind of irrelevance, they can are they winning the whole thing? Probably not. But I like John Wall. I, listen, I remember seeing John Wall. I think I was the first one to like ever see John Wall in in AAU ball. And man, was he a blur, like a absolute blur. And I know he's been through a lot uh, injury wise and, you know, ballooned up weight wise. I I hope he can kind of find a home in LA. And I guess, you know, the bigger question I'd have is like, 
how focused is he at this point, right? I mean, he's making still $47 million. They bought him out of that. Um, how focused is he? Does he care enough to be the old John Wall, especially in L.A.? That kind of scares me a little bit. He'll be 32 in September. Uh, so there's no way anyone can reasonably expect that, that rocket ship that we once knew to reemerge. I think if he can be as good in 22-23 as Rose was in 2021 for the Knicks, yep. that would be a sufficient a bonus, a plus for the Clippers. R- R- Dale, or Dale, uh, Mr. Rose, R- Rose had a terrific uh, impact on the Knicks until he got hurt again. Uh, he was really thinking it can be that good. Yeah, that's a very good question. But I, I have no reason personally to doubt the motivation thing. I mean, I, I'd like to think he's going to welcome this opportunity. Uh, uh, to, and, you know, the money, of course, has always been, you know, surreal monopoly money that we I, I never could attach him to that level. But it, it, it's what it was. So I'm curious, frankly, I'm just very curious. And I wish him well. I wish I hope he can at least become what, what, what uh, Derek Rose was last year. You know, not uh, in 2021, he was a major asset to the Knicks. If he can be that good, then, then the Clippers are back in, in uh, you know, they're back in being a, a pain. They're, they're, they, can be, they can be a dangerous team. Well, I, I expect them to come back this year because hopefully, as Bob said, they're all healthy. They should be. I mean, my God, if I'm Bomber and they yeah, don't, just don't know with Kawhi, Gary. Yeah, Kawhi, like, he is Kawhi. Healthy. He's got to be healthy. But, if, but all three of them, it's funny. You're t- all three of those guys have been injury prone lately, right? So that scares you of what are they going to look like come, you know, when the season starts and yeah. in the playoffs are all three going to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe, you, maybe you sit them down. I mean, maybe you do the Popovich thing. Load. Well, Kawhi will. We know Kawhi will. Yeah. will... Load <laughs> management. Yes. Um, so anyways, listen, we gotta, we gotta be careful with this one. I'm going to, in, in respect to Bob, who is, and, and both of you who are true journalists, um, we, we're talking about Jalen Brown's situation. And I want to preface this by saying, guys, these are all rumors. These are all rumors. We're talking about rumors. That he may not be happy, that he doesn't feel respected by the fans here, not appreciated. We've got to honor him for his lack of handle in the playoffs. Um, I like Jalen Brown personally a lot. I think he's a great guy. Now there's all kinds of things on the web about him liking tweets where he's mentioned in a trade. Um, there was a possibility, you know, before the Kyrie Irving thing got settled, that he would go to the Nets. They would, could he be traded to the Nets, right? So, obviously, you know, Bob, we have a disgruntled player here with the Celtics. Um, Do we know that? Like, like well, you're saying, I mean, though, I, here's we don't know thing. he's disgruntled. Here's my thing, Jeff. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Somebody's getting something from somebody. I, and I know this makes probably Bob uncomfortable. But, I mean, let's preface this. If Jalen Brown is unhappy, Bob, this is a really big problem for the Celtics, and what do they do about it? He, uh, This is where social media is a, is a mess. We all know that. They're, 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 it's, it's this kind of discussion. This, this, this uh, feeling wouldn't have emerged 25 years ago. But it's here. Uh, I think it's, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm trying to uh, um, frame the discussion. Uh, do we? Are we want to take away from what he's been saying that he feels himself in competition for fan approval with Jay, Jay, Jason Tatum specifically? Is this? Is this a? You, 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 mom, is this like? Let's say we're the the public is mom is mommy and daddy, you know, and 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 they're the kids, and you know, you love you love Jason more. 
than me. And look, I'm, my points, I'm, I'm, I always average as many points as him. I'm a great defensive player. I'm, I'm done this. He was better I mean, in the finals. Right. Yeah, he was better in the finals. Right. Um, and you got, and yet mommy, mommy and daddy still love him more. Why? I mean, I, I don't think it's the organization that, that, that is sending out these messages to him. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the, it's the fans. I don't even no, think it's the fans media that's sending out these messages to him. So this is where, you know, if he could live in a bubble and stop worrying about what the, you know, some guys tweeting and Instagramming and TikToking and any other. They can't. You know? That's the problem. Some of them can't. Some of them do a great job of it. And and others read everything. And, you know, they, they write, maybe, maybe he sees my tweets through other people. I know he does. I know he does. Because I think he's, he's liked them or liked other people commenting on my tweets that he should have been traded or, or should have been on the block months ago. And, and I still stand by it. I still stand by the fact that I think Brad Beal is a better player and a better fit for the Celtics. That doesn't take away from the fact that I think Jalen Brown is a hell of a player has gotten so much better as a perimeter shooter, but still has a long way to go in terms of his handle and his decision-making. Yeah, that's the, the handle thing, which right. of course was, you know, acutely a, a problem in, in the playoffs. There's is something he, there. I mean, Edoka has to handle it. This is where Ime, I think, earns his money. Sure. Well, oh. he can connect with these guys better than Brad, right? He will handle it. Instead of Brad might ignore it, He'll handle it. And ultimately, all, all that matters is, is, you know, how all that should matter is how he feels that the organization um, treats him, right? And, yeah, they might treat – listen, one of Emei's strengths is the fact that I think he can have different relationships with different players. Not every player is the same. You're not treating everybody the same because some guys don't handle the criticism quite as well so you got to be careful in this day and age Jason Tatum and and, and again the way he's built is different than the way Jalen Brown is built so I I don't know I mean again I I feel like listen you're getting paid a ton of money you're not as good as Jason Tatum you were you were better in the NBA finals but you're not as good a player as Jason Tatum Jason Tatum will be a top five player in this league in a matter of time, in, in a clear-cut top five player. Right now, we're saying he might be on a given day or a given series, but the consistency isn't there. Jalen Brown, to me, still, if you're ranking players in the NBA, you're putting Jalen Brown in that 20 to 30 range for me. Well, you—you uh, you, the key word, the verb that I heard back there was should. And, uh, you know, yeah, he should, but, you know, that, that – should is, is conditional. He's not, he's, he's not, it, it may apparently, he, but I think there's enough time. And I think I agree with you. This is where Amy, this is where coaches now earn their money far more than X's and O's. Right. That's for damn sure. Particularly when you have talented people and this has always been true. So that was, that was, that was greatest strength ultimately was, was he treated, he definitely treated them all differently individually. And, and so anyway, this is, it's, it's early. It's, it's a, in the season, we're in, haven't even hit July yet. I'm not panicking on on losing him or worrying about. I, I you know, let, let's let the people who were getting paid the money to straighten it out do do so. Well, I'm maybe it'll motivate him. You know, motivate him to continue to get better because, as we all know, the but, greats, regardless but, of what happens in the off season, always manage to get better. I mean, he's uh, making. Listen, listen. Next year, he's making 
28.7 million. Tatum's making 30.3 million. I mean, come on. Like, oh, I know. But you know what, Jeff? This is where I, this is my, this is, while you guys look at other things, this is what I look at. Uh, because of what Bob said about social media, every player's worried about their brand. So when Jason Tatum was doing subway commercials and all of this stuff, and I mean, other commercials as well, all of a sudden Jalen Brown shows up in a shooting contest with Anthony Anderson on Jimmy Kimmel. And what that <laughs> tells me is that Jalen tells his people, get me out there. So there well, is a- sign with Gary, Gary, he signed with, with, uh, uh, with, with Kanye's marketing well, agency. Well, that says Honda it all to Sports, me. He was the first one. Now, yeah. who is gonna who is gonna possibly align themselves with that knucklehead Kanye? Right, right. But like he did, he's a smart dude. Well, we 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 know. Well, Kanye's a knucklehead, but when it comes to show business, he's smart. I mean, no question. The well, political he's side, smart, he's, yeah, he's smart with him. But he's really smart. But to me, you know what I'm saying, guys? You see that, and that's yes. that's that's where he's at. But he's not chasing Tatum. I know, but he wants he's to be not. But he wants he to thinks be. he is. Yeah, he wants. He to thinks be. they're on the same level. But in my opinion, he's the only one who thinks they're on the same right. level. All right. Well, I mean, I like I like the kid, and I hope that they figure it out. Okay. To wrap things up, uh, Adam Himmelsbach of, of the Globe, I thought wrote a really nice piece today with Marcus Smart. And Bob, we're, we're going to let Bob tee off this one because I have come, done a one eighty on Smart because his play has done a one eighty. After reading this article, I really appreciate Marcus Smart's passion. Is he perfect? No. But, you know, in this article, as Bob can elaborate on, I mean, this guy is just losing bothers him, Bob. I mean, he takes this personally. After the, the big takeaway from reading the article, the man cares. And I think that's what, isn't that what we all want? You know, we, the fans, the media, you know, we like to think that, that he really cares. Talked about sleepless nights uh, in the aftermath. Talked about the things they didn't do alluded to the, ter- the terrible turnovers and, and, and took seemed to p- take some, you know, personal responsibility as well. Uh, I, I, I was impressed with it. I'm, I'm, I think I, I, I was very impressed with this. Um, I, I don't, it's not, I think he expressed uh, care, but not despondency. You know, no, we, don't have to put a, no. we don't have to put a suicide watch on or anything like that, you know? No, but he's just letting us know, damn it. We, we should have, we could have, should have, damn it, would have done it. And I, I wish, you know, we, could you know get a few things back and 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 that's and I, I I liked everything I read in there just about in terms of his writing the word passion Karen's whatever you want to call, call it um so yeah I, I come away thinking a little more of him even and I have thought a lot of him and well for all of him um and I, I know I give him credit to sound off about the point guard thing you know everybody talking about we needed a point guard well I'm the only point guard that ever got us to the, this got this group to the finals and we and I'll, I've been saying for you know the duration here and I, I Categorically said they need a point guard because I didn't think he could ever be or act like a true one. And he did. And he has since the middle of January, he did. And he has lapses at times. He's not perfect. But, uh, hey, I'll go back to the last play of the first game of the playoffs. And and if he doesn't do what he does to start with and give up that ball to the right at the right moment, they don't win that first game. And and that's that. And he wouldn't have done that in, February, in December. We know that. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what he, with this. Uh, and, Jeff, he wants to be here. Yeah, I mean, listen, he, he's right. Like, Isaiah Thomas couldn't do it. Kyrie couldn't do it. Kemba couldn't do it. He did it. Obviously, he did it with a better team around him than Isaiah Thomas had, let's be honest. Sure. Um, but he, he did it. And listen, I love Marcus Smart. 
I've always loved him. He's all, he's always been about toughness and winning. The biggest thing was we all were like, eh, well, is he, is he a frontline point guard? Does he make people better consistently? And that's still my question. That, that, that remains my question is I think his, his shot selection and decision-making has clearly improved. Okay. But to me, I still would like to see him take one more step in that. Right. And, and find guys like Tatum and Brown and get them going a little bit easier instead of having them have to manufacture points. And part of that is on Tatum and Brown, but I, you know, listen, it's hard to fault what Marcus Smart did this past year. Obviously, in the playoffs, he had some bad games. He had some poor decision-making. He reverted back at times. But overall, man, like, it's hard not to love this dude. It's hard not to love him because, like you said, Gary, he wants to be here, number one. Number two, like Bob said, he's, he's taking accountability, which we all love, right? And number three, he's improved at, at a time in, in your career when you don't always see guys change their game, he has looked in the mirror and said, I need to change my game. Agreed. All right, gents. Always a pleasure. Next week, more off-season talk. Uh, enjoy the summer. Bob, I hope you're wearing your flip-flops and you relax. Um, moccasins at the moment. Moccasins. Okay, there you go. Who wears <laughs> moccasins still? Only Bob, Bob Ryan. Bob Ryan wears moccasins. I right, know. Just when we're, did you buy those moccasins? Got, oh, these are brand new. If you're wearing shorts, there's only two options for me, and it's sneakers or a moccasin. That's all. Or flip-flops. Shorts. All you can right. go flip-flops too, Bob. I don't, right. I don't know. I, I, I do not remotely understand why anyone would willingly wear a flip-flop for any other reason than, than, than to, go, uh, to go to the beach or to go to the shower room in, in a public place. Uh, why do you want to walk around the sidewalks and flip-flops? It's, uh, I don't get that. No, no, I don't do that. And on that note, <laughs> the man the man that has a take on everything, Bob Ryan. We'll see you later. Thank you, Jeff Goodman. Uh, this has been powered by Bet Online.